welcome to a new episode of Field Days, a podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to another edition of Field Days. I'm your co-host Chris Gouts and Greg is not here today. Instead we have another co-host, the original co-host and founder of Field Days is back. So we are going back, back, not to Cali, but to <laughs> Detroit to find Mr. Deputy Warden Noah Nagy. Noah, it is great to have you back on the Field, on field Days, the podcast that you created. Well... First of all, thanks, Chris, for having me. I, I founder and creative are kind of strong words, but uh, I appreciate that. We, were, I am definitely glad to have the microphone uh, uh, in front of me. I never uh, saw a microphone that I didn't like. Uh, I certainly like to talk and, and have fun, and I'm glad to be here. I'm glad, more importantly, I'm glad that uh, you're down here to talk about some of the programs that we have here at DRC and some of the great work that's being done by our staff. Because as you know. Uh, this is a unique facility, and this is uh, we have staff here that are doing great, great things, and we have offenders that are, are, are turning their lives around and, and, and going out and being successful in the community. Well, before we get into all that, you know, our listeners have been without uh, your thoughts and inspiration for the last few months, so is there any news from the Western School District or Grand Valley that you think <laughs> that anybody needs to hear about to catch up on? Well, there's, always, there's always a lot of great things going on in both of those locations. You know, we're continuing to win GLIAC championships without question in, in Grand Valley and, and the Western School District is, is thriving as it usually has, is and has been. Uh, no, it's especially uh, now with their new school board. That's right. right. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, yeah. I started uh, on the school board school board there on January first, and uh, as I am in this job, I am learning a ton on in that avenue, and it's a kind of a new experience for me. And there's you know a lot of things that uh, uh, you know are exciting, and and I have an opportunity to learn. But just getting to work with the people in the community is, you know, in any line of business, the people are everything, and have an opportunity to uh, be involved with people and, and create a, a situation where there's a better environment. Hopefully, um, you know that's always fun to me, and I just love working with people, whether it's a a school board member or. Uh, you know, my day-to-day job as the deputy warden here at DRC, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate and I'm very blessed and honored to have both those roles right now. Yeah, well, that's exactly why we wanted to come here, not only to, you know, to talk to you because you are you know, so busy, like you said, with the school board and, and being deputy warden here. That's why uh, they got stuck having to have me co-host with Greg because you're down here in Detroit. <laughs> you don't have the ability to be up in Lansing like we do where we can pop in and do a podcast and then be, be over and done with. But we wanted to come here. Uh, because there is so much going on here. DRC is a really unique uh, facility, and we're going to get into that not only in today's podcast, but in a future episode when we're talking about another really exciting pilot project that's going on down here because there is just so much uh, going on. And so very excited. And as we mentioned last week uh, on the podcast, you know, one of the things that's in the budget that the, the governor uh in there as one of his recommendations is for the creation of what, what we call the, the West Side Wrap. And so we thought, what better place to, to 
continue that conversation about uh, the budget and, and what that could look like would be to come here to DRC where the original uh, RAP program uh, came from. Uh, and so we're going to talk with Noah and, and well some of his staff uh, about that uh, great program and how it's come along because it's been almost a year to the day uh, since that started. So uh, we wanted to learn how this one is working so we have a better understanding of how uh, the west side one would function if that uh, ends up getting final approval in the budget. Well, Chris, first of all, Kamara was telling me before we started that viewer, or viewership, listenership, if that's the appropriate word, is up a thousand percent since you've taken over. And then w when you had ARU Charles Levins on last week, I think it was off, off the, the record, right? I mean, it just the, the, the stats were, you know, people are just listening, listening more and more. You guys have done a great job, and it is, it is an honor to be back on, on, on field days. But talking about the RAP program, remember last year during the Employee Appreciation Banquet when Governor Snyder spoke there, he talked about the RAP program. And it's been something, as you mentioned, that we began February 15th of 2016, and we're going to have Agent Verlinda Winston on with us today, who, is, who has been the agent in charge of the RAP participants since, since we began last year. And it has been you know, something that has been very successful. It's, it's, it's an opportunity for these probation violators one last chance before possibly going to prison, you know, in creating a situation where, you know, they're in programming, they're getting job skills, they're getting certifications, and we're going to hear about that later on, but they're, they're getting all kinds of things to put in their toolbox so when they do complete this program, they have the opportunity to go out there and be successful. They've learned how to think. They've learned how to handle a difficult situation. They've learned uh, job skills so that they they're more employable you know it's glad i'm glad to see that this is something that is expanding and on the west side of the state and hopefully it, it will be as successful i'm sure it will be just as successful on the west side of the state as here in uh in detroit at the detroit reentry center in wayne county so looking forward to that and and as i said it is a great honor to be back here with you chris well we're, we're glad to have you and you know i should have mentioned this at the top but you know Another reason why we wanted to come here is that uh, this podcast is really the kickoff to an offender success series that we're starting. And so uh, we're going to start by talking about RAP, uh, and then we're going to move into some other areas, uh, such as our truck driving uh, school program that we have going on. Uh, we were going to talk about, we're going to talk to some former offenders and, and what they've done with their lives to turn their lives around after coming through some, some of the programming at, DR, at DRC. And we're also going to be talking uh, about the, the second vocational village and with that starting up uh, in Jackson. So there's a lot coming up in the next, I would say, month or month and a half. So each week uh, for the next uh, month and a half or so, it's going to be focused on offender success like we are every day uh, at the department, but really putting a, a laser-like focus on some of the programs that we have that really uh, push us towards the idea of offender success. So I guess with that, uh, we'll, we'll get into uh, our discussion on the, uh, the RAP program. Oh, well, Chris, as we were talking about in the opening uh, today, we, we have Verlinda uh, Winston, who is our, our RAP agent here at DRC. And RAP, as we talked about, stands for Wayne County Residential Alternative to Prison uh, Program. And it's, it's set up for probation violators out of Wayne County. Uh, last year, almost a year ago, just over a year ago today, uh, we received our first uh, probation violators here at DRC. We received six offenders that were sentenced out of Wayne County uh, on a probation violation to participate in the RAP program. And as Verlinda will talk about here shortly, uh, the, the RAP program is generally about 120 to 180 days and, and consists of 
programming that anywhere from high low to uh, uh, hospitality management program and uh, GD program and Verlinda has done a good job of you know one of the things that we deal with the majority of the probation violators have never been to prison and while this is as we've talked about in other episodes this is a, a, a facility that has a kind of a makeup of all offenders in our system we have pro-lease pro-violators uh, prisoners we also have probation violators a good job of, of, of taking these guys and explaining to them how things operate within this facility and getting them to then uh, accept being here you know this is not you know something that is uh, customary for a probation violator that deal with them. they may go to a county jail but to come into a facility and, and, and fit in you know learn kind of the ways of how the facility operates and then you know engage in programming and not just you know a couple hours a day these folks uh, are busy you know, from 9 in the morning to you know sometimes 8 at night uh, now with our GD programming they're going uh, sometimes seven days a week you know their their schedule is pretty hectic and this is you know a situation where some of these offenders have not necessarily had uh, uh, you know some of these uh, type schedules and, and some of the requirements and, and the expectations that we expect on these guys as, uh, on a uh, daily basis in Verlinda uh, you've done a great job in this last year of, of really getting these guys to to uh, accept the programming, engage in the programming, and, and and learn learn what they need to learn and get out there and be successful. Can you tell us, uh, you know, uh, a little bit more about what type of programming the offenders are participating in? Okay. Well, thank you. First of all, I would like to say thank you for the compliment. Um, Basically, um, these guys, like you said, are sent is sentenced here by Wayne County um, Third Circuit Court to uh, complete our program, and they're offered. Well, they earn three certifications, um, and with the help of the community resources sources such as the Guidance Center, KPEP, and Workforce Development and Office of Community um, Corrections, uh, they help them along with this. But uh, the Guidance Center um, offers um, two certifications in Safe Serve and in Hospitality. And um, KPEP, that's being taught basically um, two different courses. They're being taught in two different courses, which is um, the MRT and CTC, which MRT is Moral Recognition Therapy. Recognition, I was told, was a made-up word, so don't try to lift that one up. So, and CTC is the Courage to Change. And um, also, workforce development, they help them develop in uh, their resumes and help them with community resources as far as helping to find jobs um, after they leave the Detroit Reentry Center. And also, um, the Office of Community Corrections, they help them um, with different things such as uh, a housing um, problems. If, they if they're homeless, they'll help them find housing when they leave here also. So, and um, also, these guys are taught at a sixth grade level. It's a very intense program. I mean, very intense, as uh, Deputy Nagy said. You know, it is very intense. They're um, from and programming anywhere from nine to nine at night. 
you know, seven days a week. So we just, and it became seven days a week because they just implemented, we just implemented the GED program. So, you know, it's very intense. Now, Berlinda, the, the START program, which is the Skills, Task, and result, Results Training Program, is a hospitality program that is going 10 weeks. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. 10 weeks, and, and the ultimate goal of that is they're, they're getting a certification, uh, hospitality certification, and that, that they take an exam, right? Yes. The exam is generally made up of, of I believe it's 50 multiple-choice questions at the end, and it, these folks need to uh, get a 70% or higher, and this is uh, something that is, uh, the scores are uh, graded by the American Hotel Lodging Institute. And when they walk out of here, as, as Berlinda said, if they've completed this 10-week course, they're, 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 they get a certification in hospitality and tourism and a surf-safe certification. So we're creating a, a situation where uh, they have the potential to uh, go into that industry and spending 10 weeks getting educated on that and learning about that. But also... Uh, adding the GD piece now. Wayne County Community College District is doing the GD programming. Yes, and that is something that they're working with both uh, our guys that are, are kind of the basic education as well as guys that are are pretty close to getting their GD. Can you go into uh, their schedule as far as the GD programming? Okay, they're in GD programming um, Mondays, every every Monday, Fridays, and Saturdays. Okay, so every other Sunday. And we currently have approximately 27 um, of the guys that are in the GED program. And we've divided them up into two separate um, groups. So, you know, to make the teaching kind of easy. So you have the START program. You have the GED programming. You're also working in the MRT and CTC programming. And we also have a high-low program. Is that correct? That's correct. So what is a daily... Uh, what's a day look like in the in the life of a probationer at DRC? Wow, <laughs> I mean, they wake up, they eat breakfast. Um, first of all, they make their beds. You know, I'm I'm a stickler on you know following the housing unit rules, so you know they have to have their bed bed made up, and then they're um, they're on their way to their call outs. So um, some of the individuals are scheduled for hospitality or um, in the morning and some are scheduled for MRT or CTC in the morning so it all depends on where they're at because they're all um, at different levels and they're all doing different things you know right now so it's, it's very hectic their scheduling is very hectic but you know we get the job done so this has been going on for for a year now and I think you know, for a lot of these guys, this was kind of viewed as their their last chance. You know, they were prison bound, but they were they were brought here. Um, for those that you know, you've been talking with, what kind of sense do you get from from talking with them? You know, do they are they getting something out of this? Do they appreciate? You know, do they recognize that the, the chance that they're getting, and and did they? I would hope that they would appreciate that rather than maybe getting sent to prison or getting sent to, to jail for this violation. Instead, you know, they're coming here. And they're not just doing dead time, you know, they're, they're learning a skill. I mean, what, what do you get a sense from them when you talk to them about this? Well, I'm actually, I'm getting a, a great sense of gratitude from these guys because 
you know, they, they've been given a, you know, and they've been even, they've been told this by the parolees too, that man, you know, you guys are definitely getting a second chance. You know, I wish we had the opportunity to get this chance, you know, when we were coming through, you know, the system in the beginning, because it might have changed a lot of uh, different, a lot of people's mind, individuals' mindsets. So, you know, um, they really love it. You know, they're, they're glad to be able to have this opportunity to earn all these certifications. What, what kind of numbers are we looking at so far now that we've been a year into the program? How many people have gone through it? How many have successfully completed it or, or gotten some sort of uh, certification uh, before they've uh, left with Okay. Left well, currently we have 107 um, total participants to date, um, 41 current that are currently here at DRC. And our program is uh, made up of 48 probationers at a time, so we can only house up to 48. Um, and we have 52 successful completions. So, um, complete completions. I'm sorry, completions. Now, what what happens on the uh, on the outside once they leave here and they've you know they've gotten their certification, whether it's HILO or SurfSafe or something like that? Um, what kind of uh, connections do they have out in the community uh, or with their agent to find them a job? Uh, with lined up with associated with the skill that they learned here okay well right now all of our um, the the individuals especially um, the guidance center they make sure they keep up with um, these guys and they call them and they schedule them for uh, job interviews so it's, it just doesn't happen here at DRC they follow them after they leave here to make sure that they're successful in the community and if they're um, sentenced back on probation once they go see their judge when they leave here if they're sentenced to um, probation then they still keep up with them as we as we talked about in, in the open you know part of the reason why we wanted to come today is that in in the this year's budget proposal the governor is recommending that we have money to open up a west side wrap and and for for your counterpart if we get this funding that's going to start this sometime you know, after october once the new fiscal year starts well i guess what advice would you have for for that individual that's going to be in your position but also just that the staff uh, at large you know, as you roll this out you know some of the the trials and tribulations you had getting this started what, what advice would you give them to make it a success it just have patience um it's, it takes a lot of patience um you have to have a good team you know, the officers, you know, I do, I want to mention the officers that I work with um, in the housing unit. That really helps out, you know, a lot, them knowing those guys. Because, like we said earlier, these guys haven't been sentenced um, to prison before. So they really don't know what um, this type of environment entails. And it helps when you have, you know, a team that can help you out with that. And, um, you know, just... Just enjoying, you know, what you're doing. You know, it's a, it's a lot of hard work. It is definitely, and you have to be dedicated. You have to be dedicated, you know, and just do this. You know, the, the gratification that I get out of it is just knowing that um, we're providing the tools for these guys to go out into the community and be successful. And, you know, and... and is is ultimately up to the individual if they're going to be successful when they leave here or not, you know. But we did provide them the tools. You know, Chris, and, and just to, to talk, uh, carry on from what Berlinda was saying. You know, it, it, each housing unit that you walk into here at DRC is a little different. You have the probationers in the one housing unit. 
You may have uh, substance abuse uh, treatment in another unit. You may have domestic violence and programming in another unit. unit. And we, we, we ask and require a lot of our staff to, to get a good understanding of what it is and who it is they're working with and what, they're, what the reason they're at DRC is, is for. And to understand that, learn that, and then work with them so that they can help and cultivate and create a change for these guys, a way of thinking. So that and so understanding the probationer compared to the parole violator is somewhat challenging. And Berlinda has done a, a great job in working with the officers in the housing unit and making sure they understand what we're trying to accomplish. Accomplish and our officers uh, on the other end have been willing to learn. You know, and credit to them, they've been willing and accepting of learning. Uh, what it is we're trying to accomplish and, and they've done a great job in putting these guys in the best uh, position to succeed uh, You know, it's four to six months here, but we know that that's just a small piece in the in the big picture And, and so it, you know agents like Verlinda who, who have taken the time and taken a task on like this is definitely a unique situation and new unique program and for Verlinda and our officers to be willing to put so much time and effort in to create the opportunity for these guys to participate in this programming, get some certifications in high level, possibly get a GED, get a hospitality uh, certification, serve safe certification, you know, participate in programming where they're working on the way of thinking and, and understanding why they committed the crime and how they, you know, and if they're faced with that situation again, how can they change that thought pattern so that they're successful moving forward? And you know, understanding how to talk to people, as Verlinda talked about, getting up, make your bed. Some of the things that you know we take for granted, you know, are, are things that you know change in their way of daily life and, and the way they think and approach things on a daily basis. And, and putting in a big commitment to something. You know, sometimes it's easy to say, ah, heck with it, I quit. You know, this is too hard. You know, we have guys that get to that point. But Verlinda and our officers sit down and talk, talk to them, talk them through it. You know, understand. You know. If you don't complete this, this is what you're possibly facing. If you do complete this, this is your chances to succeed uh, moving forward in life. And uh, so it's been very rewarding to see these guys participate, very rewarding to see our staff uh, so willing to work uh, with all these offenders in, in this environment. And, and, uh, and they've done a great job, and I think we're going to start re reaping the benefits statewide uh, of this type of program. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. No, I mean, the the staff here. I mean, it, this is a really unique facility. It's a very dynamic facility. There's so much going on, like you said, and so it really takes dedicated individuals who are really understand, uh, you know, what they're doing and how that uh, how that spreads out throughout the entire administration, but also you know throughout the entire state and the impact that that has. So I want to really commend you and the work that you're doing. It really does make a difference and. You know, we can't wait to hopefully get this started uh, on the west side uh, and bring more people into this. Um, you know, divert them away from prison, but not just not just divert them. This isn't some sort of program to, to save money by saving you know beds in uh, in prison. This is about making sure that they never come here. You know, that they've they've gotten to a point where they're almost on the verge. Or they've messed up enough where you know they've violated. Mm -hmm. They could be potentially sent here, but a judge has has saw value. In this program, uh, and I think it's because of the amount of work that's gone into it to to get that buy-in, and there's been a lot of work on that front, you know, to get them to, to see you know the value in this. So, I think the more we have programs like this, uh, the more people we're gonna, you know, that are gonna leave here with a skill uh, and with a better understanding and better attitude, uh, and hopefully we'll never see them again.
<laughs> which yes. is nice as they may be. We, we don't like repeat customers, as we like to say. <laughs> so I think this is one more way in which we're doing that and another, another great program that uh, the MDOC is uh, taking part in. So thank you for what you're doing and thank you for coming on today. Thank you. I appreciate that. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time... Thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.